This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hello. What's up? What's up? up? Hello, Hi, Scott Jones. Jones. Look at look at his face. You Good can job. see his face. Good job. The summer We're, you. Yeah, this is the summer Jones. I can you put your like down there? Twenty I don't years like this younger. Why? Because you don't I know how that looks to people. I want people to just see oh what I... Oh, my God. What's sit, wrong with can that? Can you sit properly, please? What, I'm not afraid. I'm very comfortable with my body. Are bananas on sale? <laughs> I think gherkins are on sale. Like, you know what I'm saying? By the way, you two, I just wanted to tell you at the start of the episode, I brought my sketchbook today, and I'm going to be doing sketches of the two of you. Oh. So at the end of today's episode, I will share all of my Make Renaissance-esque sure. kind Make of sketches. Sure you I'm take doing. the time to get the shading on my upper lip. Just, that's right. That is so strange. Let me get that. I didn't notice that. Yep, I got it. Is, got is it. this all in an effort so that next year you'll be invited to Comic-Con as yeah. a cartoonist? Oh. Not campaigning. as a correspondent. I want to start doing... A, cartoonist. a regular cartoon, and you can look for this on the internet. It's a comic strip based on the adventures from EP Daily. So keep your eyes open for that. <laughs> will there be cats? All right. <laughs> will there, there will be, be cats? cats? And we'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> it's Merv Griffin. So you, oh god. Okay. Can you just get? Some I just. I feel antsy. good. He's antsy. Oh, he's antsy, you, speaking of ants. I thought you said We handsome. saw Ant-Man. Yeah, and many people have already because, yeah. uh, hello to everybody. Hello. There's people on the East Coast already that yeah. may have okay, but gone out to the Do movies. that again. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Okay, I got oh, it. You got that? Okay. Got uh, and Ant-Man, I don't know if it's blowing up or whatever, but it's, yeah. it's out there. It's a Marvel movie, which usually comes with some uh, preconceptions and some ideas of how how good the movie should be. Yes. Should we just jump right into that? Let's jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, it's another thing that Jones won't be involved in. So yeah. he's going to be he's sketching. Gonna, he's going to sketch and, and protest uh, Right. Okay. So uh, I think we can just say it, and we say this in our review, um, it's just not as exciting as we hoped it yeah. would have been. Yeah. But it's not completely disappointing. No, they work so hard to yeah. entertain, and uh, they know they've got... Uh, you know, to live up to all of the other pedigree, to yeah. all of the other Marvel stuff, and they work really hard to get mm. it almost as exciting. Yeah. Uh, but I think there are issues with just the the, the scale of the character, no pun intended, <laughs> next to the other characters. He yeah. just doesn't have the weight. It doesn't have the the permanence. He's For kind sure. of a solitary figure, you know, and. Mm. Uh, I mean, he doesn't even have his war machine, really. And all of the allusions to the Hank Pym Ant-Man mm. are just kind of flashbacks, you Well, know? can you give me some insight on the Hank Pym uh, Ant-Man? Because I don't, I don't know of him. Well, I'm sure this was, uh, you know, don't quote me on this, but okay. DC and Marvel were always neck and neck with concepts and ideas and heroes that would counter each other. Okay. I believe the Atom was first in mm. uh, the DC space, okay. and he was a popular character, and Marvel had to counter with their own character. Mm. Uh, and then, so they created a scientist that created uh, his own serum or his own technology to shrink him down. Okay. And Hank Pym was the guy. Now, so they did something really fantastic with the character when they got to the Ultimates. Okay. He became a very uh, abusive dangerous psychotic individual oh. and the rest of the avengers had to kind of put him down oh. he used to he used to hit his wife <gasps> in, in that book no yeah and it was shocking and it was brutal and okay but is that maybe what they were alluding to with the serum because it does mess with your mind yep. okay so mm -hmm. it does change you yeah and i think they're, your they're, mind they're, a bit. they were pulling bits and pieces of sure. marvel lore but the ultimates which is really interesting is kind of what led to the whole mcu because they uh they drew um, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury in that book wow. way before the movies. So they kind of oh. precast him as the character. Because he's in everything. Yeah, and then they they kind of made it look like a movie. It was mm. an amazing series. But that was really the first introduction that I had to the Hank Pym character. Okay. And I know that it dates back to the 60s. Sure. Might even be in the 50s. Okay. Uh, and it was cool that he's in the movie. Yeah. You know, I like that he's in there and I like the flashback sequences. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, just the... Uh, the effort that it takes to have that levity and that fun and that yeah. joyfulness that you expect out of a Paul Rudd film. Yes, it, yeah. It's cumbersome, right? It is, for sure. Like, I, oh, you felt, you felt him w trying to make it work. Yeah. Like, and he really was. And I just, I, everything this guy sells, I want to buy. Like, I just love everything about him. And yeah. I just, he's just got one of those faces, number one, that's just so charming, but his personality is so charming. And he's just, I feel like they couldn't have cast a better guy for the job. He really did. Yeah. He really did. And I, 
I, I don't know. I just I want people to go out and see it because I love when these movies are supported, of course. Yeah. Um, but just know that it's not going to be, you know, Winter Soldier or an Avengers in any no. way. But they do, you know, and that's another thing too is that they really give the fans a lot. Like they give them so many, um, you know, tie-ins to other Marvel things. Well, and I think the the Marvel movies that Marvel has produced, yeah. uh, or has been directly involved. I mean, they've. I guess been involved with the Fox stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, story-wise and everything, all of those Marvel movies have been so strong, and that mm-hmm. that is such a high bar. I, I hate to say it, but I think Ant Man is the least successful out of oh. all of those movies. Even though there's some really cool sequences, I liked uh, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton even more. No, yeah, I did. No, because it was it was a little more playful. It was a little more fun, and uh, you know the character is so cool. And I think Norton did a pretty damn good Look, job. I love Norton for sure, but yeah. I didn't think that movie was. I enjoyed that. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't. It could have been way better. Oh, they, the Eric Bana one though. That was lame. Yikes! Yeah, that was when Marvel said, "Okay, enough of this BS. Yeah. Let's start yeah. taking over the reins a little bit." Right. Okay. okay can you two stop for a second yes. and just give me the faces that you have? on at the very end of Ant-Man when it was over. This is the face Vic had, um, and then your face. You always have that face. <laughs> yeah, that's great, that's great, it's very helpful. Uh, you know what I, I thought of last night is that Ed, Edgar Wright should have directed the movie. Oh uh, yeah, you for know? sure. I mean, they should have worked it out with him because his thumbprints are on the movie. You can feel uh, some gags and some fun bits in the thing. You can feel sort of the kinetic kind of yes. quality that he would have brought to it. Sure. But he didn't direct it. And Peyton Reed's a good director. He's solid. Did a competent mm-hmm. job with the movie. Yes. But it needed a lighter touch, man. Especially mm-hmm. when you compare that to Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's really hard mm-hmm. not to because that sort of mixed comedy with super heroics. For sure. In a much better way, I think, you know? Okay. Uh, I think we need to switch gears for a second and talk about... Some of the trailers that have been released. Uh, before we move on, we should oh. point out that this is our the voice of Blake. Yes, this is Blake, the uh, moderator person. <laughs> um, our your review of Ant Man is on our site right yeah. now. Yeah. The review did not air today because we had a repeat episode because we were moving. Yeah. Uh, but the Ant Man review is on the site now as a web exclusive for now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can go there and watch it once the uh, podcast is over. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Blake. Thanks for getting it up there too. Yes, and yeah. we have moved. Uh, we're fully moved. We moved the studio first, and the uh, production stuff's all moved. So uh, we are producing the show out of a different space, which is crazy and cool. And we've had to yeah. purge a lot of stuff because we have 20 years worth of... I'm uh, not good with purging. It's, it's hard, man. We have so much stuff. And we're not done yet. There's still more stuff. But uh, thank you for watching the shows and bearing yeah. with us as we've uh, transformed and transitioned. If you've been paying attention to the EP set, it's been... Uh, we've been tweaking it and tuning it and making it a little bit nicer every day. Mm-hmm. We're learning. We're learning. It's a new space. Well, yeah, it's new. Yeah. Still, I mean, I'm just like this new I'm, space. I'm exactly. I'm digging. I'm honestly digging the new setup. I love that we still have our sets. Like, I love that we can still yeah. have the same. It's the same. It's the same show. It's in a different place. That's all. Different place. Yeah. That's all. Where are we exactly? We're just, we're moving spaces. Are we still in BC? Yes, yes we are. We're still, we're still in BC. Oh my goodness, can yeah. you imagine if we actually moved provinces? We couldn't even be able to, we couldn't even be able to do this. Like, there's no way. I like you guys. Well, we would have been down for a month or two. At probably, least, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. No, Victor Lucas loves BC. We will never leave BC. It's pretty great here. <laughs> I wish it was a little more affordable for everybody because it's, it's expensive. expensive. Where did they film at, man? Was it in BC? San Francisco, which was kind of cool. San Francisco is another really cool city. Yeah, no, they don't get enough uh, film in San Francisco, so it was cool to set the character there and set all of the story there. Yeah, that's Uh, really cool. But you guys should watch the review if you want to know more about Ant Man. Yes, for sure. And we want to hear your your thoughts on Ant Man. You can post them on uh, on the um, wherever this lives. Whether you you hit us up on YouTube or you hit us on EPN.TV or Facebook. So we'll take comments there because the thing is, the comments in the thread, like the Twitch thread, we don't actually. Yeah get to partake in or see most of the time, so we do interact with you if you come But you know what? YouTube. We haven't done a live stream in a while. We haven't. So we right. should take some questions if anybody's got any oh, questions right Oh, that's a right great now. idea. I, well, somebody was saying that they wanted us to discuss um, the trailers that were released during SDCC. Okay, yeah. Um, like Batman versus Superman, also the Suicide Squad, Yep. Um, also Green Lantern, even though that was just... Yeah, it was just a, t- a, a title. Right. That's uh, just a logo. Right. Somebody did leak that... 
that video though, like the teaser they did oh, online. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Online. I but I, I haven't seen it because I don't want to. I just didn't want to contribute to the piracy of the whole thing. But um, apparently, it has like over millions of views on YouTube now. Okay, and yeah. it's uh, all like I've somebody heard, was filming it from like their pocket. All I've heard is that it it's a silhouette or it's a it's a character that looks a lot like Chris Pine, but he hasn't been cast yet okay. as Hal Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Shall we cast him right now? Sure. Shall we say and What start happened the to the other one? Ryan, what's his name? I mean, sorry. You He's know what? Deadpool I'm talking now. about they cover Deadpool. Up his face. I was talking about Deadpool this whole time. Oh, Deadpool. you were talking about Deadpool, not, not Green Lantern. Lantern? But you understand how Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool. He is Deadpool, but he was Green Lantern, but he's not Green Did Lantern Did you anymore. drink before today's no, show? No, but can't I... can't keep her superhero straight. So just like you. Well. Guys, these... I just... Okay, here's another thing. These guys that play superheroes, they're bouncing around to different superheroes. I really don't think it's fair. <laughs> like, you should give other people a shot right. at being a superhero. Who, needs, who deserves a shot that hasn't gotten a superhero shot? Um, well, they'd be unknowns. Yeah, they'd be unknowns. More Henry sure. Cavill's and Christopher Reeves and that also, kind like, of thing. Did, Brandon Ralph was an does unknown. Does Jake Gyllenhaal count if he was Prince of Persia? No. Like, he should get something else. I don't think he wants that. I'm no, sure they go doesn't. to him every time. Oh, okay. I'm probably. sure they do. I'm sure they He's say. He's like, the hell know, with this. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to be Green Lantern, Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Yeah. No. Like, you know, I made the mistake of doing the Prince of Persia once. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, he's okay. doing these quirky, weird movies now, which I, I like. I'm into that. I haven't seen South Park. You guys have. But yeah, but we can't, can't talk about, can't it, talk yes, about it. He, yeah. I, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep, he's cool. Did you write him? Taylor Swift. Did you write him some letters? Fan fiction, maybe? No. I'm working on it, though. All of that credibility we just built up about Jake Gyllenhaal doing these quirky Taylor. He used to date Taylor Swift. Yeah. They were serious. Thanks, she Chris. Wrote, That's she very wrote helpful. many songs about him on her Red album. Well, if you want course. to hear about their relationship, that you just turned yeah. into a, like a pop icon right there. <laughs> she used to date Taylor Swift, but he's too good for superheroes. Wait a second. That <laughs> Lisa doesn't have an accent like that. I know. I'm he just, used to date Taylor Swift. I, I just put that on. Just, that was good, Vic. I, I didn't know. Canada it was like a little border town there. for Yes. Um, okay, so but we should talk about. Well, let's get into into uh, Comic Con, and we're going to invite our special guest host, Blake Seifkin, to do that. Guest host. But before that, does what? anybody have any questions? Because oh, sure. we we've been away from the live chats for a long for a time. While. Yeah, a couple of people have asked about your thoughts on the Arkham Knight PC port debacle. Oh, oh. terrible, inexcusable, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you know I love the Warner Brothers people and the Rocksteady people. They mm. should be ashamed of themselves. That should never have happened, you know? And I know that they are ashamed of themselves, and they're doing everything that they can. They, st they ceased uh, the availability of the game. They said, nope, this is, uh, you're right, we apologize, you can't mm. even buy this anymore. Mm. So they're fixing it. What sucks is I've got the PC and Mac ports, because they're in my Steam account, of uh, the other Arkham games, and they all and run wonderful. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Well, it's that the PC version is just expected to be the yes. best version yeah. of that game. So the fact that it's not even close to that. That's it's unbelievable. Um, you know, you just feel bad for people that are like exclusively PC. But then I also feel like, well, exclusively PC people sometimes brag that they yeah. always get the best. Yeah. So maybe it's our turn to brag for a little while. Well, it does underline the value that you get when you buy a $400 system yes. or even a 350 system now with the Xbox One or, or PlayStation 4. You're... Mm -hmm. You're getting, you know, known specifications and a standard of quality. It might not be right. the highest resolution, but you're going to get a damn good-looking game that runs well, you know. Yes. And there's something to be said for that because okay. the card that you want for the PC gaming that you want is going to cost you that 400 bucks mm. anyways. Right? All right. Okay. Right. Anyways. We're sorry, PC users out yeah. there. Yeah. I'm other sure it will be resolved. Sorry. One other question. People want to know why did Scott shave his beard? Oh. Why did Scott shave his beard? I, I was hoping you would, but was it that? Oh, well, all of your beard prayers were received. <laughs> I got them, Vic. Thank you very much. Also, your comments every time we shot together. You still have that thing? <laughs> you didn't, didn't feel like it was that So important. subtle. <laughs> so subtle. I just like, I feel like someone doesn't like it. <laughs> well, it just looked like you were trying to hide that beautiful mug behind this big... I was trying to hide. Fur, like you, you were Don't you ever want to hide? Room. I mean, I know you're on, you're on TV every day, but don't you ever just want want to yeah, hide that, a little that's, bit? That's when I I'm not on TV, and I put my hat on. And you're not on work. TV. You're on TV more every day than you are not on that's TV. That's kind of true. Yeah, I know, <laughs> you weirdo. Uh, I shaved it because I feel like the beard had kind of run its course. Yeah. You know, I needed it for uh, the Game of Thrones. Yeah. I was hoping my beard would look better than Jamie Lannister's, and it did not. Yeah. And then it got really kind of wild near the end, and I went and I got a trim in Yale Town, and I'm like. 
all these beard people and all these products and stuff and trims and all this beard culture and I'm like I, you know I, I got enough I got to worry about I don't want to worry about this thing too and so I shaved it off and I've kind of enjoyed seeing my face again yeah. I didn't like Blake why are you laughing I like my face <laughs> I have to look at this thing every day it I'm must just, be amazing it is kind of right? amazing like, I'm just like, like that scene in uh, Goldeneye, or one of the James Bonds, where Pierce Brosnan goes to uh, to jail for a long time and grows this. Beard. That was Die yeah. Another Day. Die, Die Another Day. Pierce and Brosnan's he last it all off, and he's all suave and. Well, I there. think there's at some point where Batman is in a cave, and yeah. he's that's a prison that Bane put him in. Right. Oh yeah. And he grows a beard down yeah, there. Yeah, that I was I was Are asleep for the three times. Yeah, I and I, so I always feel oh. like the beard is kind of a funny thing because usually it represents. The sign, it's like wearing sweatpants in your regular life. Yeah. Like it's just you're kind of giving up for a little while. <laughs> so I gave up and, and now I'm back. Yeah. Uh, my skin is so clear and clean yeah. and I got a little and are, are the ladies, Why are you laughing? Are the ladies flocking to you now? Uh, the cats are. I'll yeah. tell you. That. <laughs> cats. Did, did you shave love the beard this. and make another little cat friend? Well, out of the beard? Out of the beard. No, the beard went down the drain. Aww, but could, it, it was fun, though. You could have cloned yourself. Also, the women who are into beards, perverts. Are they? Okay. Yeah, they that are. Sounds like that's the, the kind of lady you need, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Why did I shave it again? No, I'm happy my face is back, and I'm uh, moisturizing regularly again. Yeah. And uh, I also was surprised. Face is back. I'm, Listen, this is the yeah. beard portion. Let me go on a little okay. bit. All right. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. Beard okay. break. Okay. Um, there is a website, though, for people that are looking for men with beards mm. um, oh, and men that have beards. Now you tell me about is it. That's nice. business? No, no. <laughs> I just, somebody sent it to me because I, I always joke about beards. You created a website No, about it's, this, it's, I think it's called lumbersexualmatch.com or something oh like God. that. Or lumbersexuallove.com. How much something are you getting like for being their spokesperson? This I'm just saying, if you're into beards, you can go there and find somebody that has a beard, or are find women the that website? are into beards. Are you, no, are, are you, I'm not there at all. I'm good. Do you have an endorsement deal with them? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I don't. Just I just want people to know that if you're looking for beard love, right. it's out there. That was our uh, lumbersexualmatch.com commercial in the middle of X basement. So <laughs> people should know. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm just trying to help. Um, so there was a lot of gray in my beard, which was alarming. <laughs> yeah. Which was alarming for you? Well, I didn't expect it. I'm very young. I'm only 29, and right. I had all this gray. Yeah. So. So that was. I, I said you, you didn't get I had this beard with a lot of gray in it. And I went to the doctor. I'm like, what's up with this? <laughs> they said. Uh, you're not 29, is what he <laughs> said. <laughs> you're not like you know you're not really 29, right? Keep lying to yourself. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was fun, guys. Thanks. Now go back to whatever else. Comic Con. What I'm. What are we doing? No, no, we're gonna. Yes, we will. Uh, how's, how's your, oh, hey, how's hey your sketch? Yeah, how's your sketch coming? Uh, well, I've, I've decided to do this as a series of sketches. <laughs> so. It's creating a comic book. The first <laughs> one that awesome. I did was this. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> that's nice. I don't think people Whoa. can see it. There, you're gonna have to hold it up. Wow. Am I the the medium-sized one in the middle? No, that's Marissa. Marissa's <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> that's very good, Scott. And then, and then this was that was just the first try, and okay. then I did this one next. Okay. Art school dropout. <laughs> I did that one. Thanks, okay. Vic. You Save those comments, okay, please. <laughs> but then you can see there's two spotlights Sorry, there. I, should, I shouldn't criticize. The these artists. two That's need to. Yeah. These two want to be in the spotlight. I don't need any spotlight. <laughs> right. Also, right. if you guys will notice. I'm bigger than you guys. <laughs> you are. You're not just standing closer to the camera. So these you are the just spotlights. Like, we're in the background and you're in you the No, okay. I'm in the foreground. <laughs> actually bigger. And, and Vic, you got that one thing on your hair. You should probably look at that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Something okay. happened there. But this, oh, these lines here are just the, the light spotlight. coming down. Yeah, and you, you guys are like, oh, look at me. And look at how happy you are. <laughs> and then I'm glad that you signed this. This is my. I that's, signed it. That's good. That's good. So <laughs> these will be available so and for later. Yep. Um, in the garbage, be available in the garbage outside of our studio. Oh my God! <laughs> okay, um, that's enough sketches for okay, now. I've got so, more, but I'll save them for later. Uh, somebody said Scott is a genius. Okay, so just, just yep. so you yep. know, you're... you think I know? I don't need the internet to tell me that. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if we want to, he's go got that written on his mirror. Oh, uh, Vic, always with these trying to go for this. Just get in there, Vic. Go ahead. Open season. Let, let, should we talk about Comic-Con or, or should we talk about something that Scott wants to No, about? just you guys do your Comic-Con thing. I'll just... You just sit over there and sketch? Yep. Okay, Blake, please join us on the hot couch. Yeah, just give me a sec. Wait, should I get out of your way? Comic-Con. You got something on your pants. You got to bring your microphone. Hold on. This? I'm going to turn that's the AC on there. for a second. Okay, great. It's kind of a timeout. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're having a time out on the podcast. So what are you up to? Babe hey, guys, I'm over here now. No, come on back. No, you're the here. Four of us. How could I? Well, he, babe, Blake here. can't sit down. Yes. Look at him. He doesn't Where's know where to go. Here? Just, just scooch over. over. Can you come here and sit? Sit back. We're good. Wait, don't we have another chair? No, we're good. Okay, anyway. Scooch over, guys. No, scooch over. Sit over there. Sit between the cable. Doesn't go that far, Vic. Okay. All right, got you. Did you, hi, everybody. Did you heat All up right. that spot, Vic? Okay. Hi, can you sit? Blake Schiefkin, everybody! Too Happy to be here. I don't care. Okay, so this was your first Comic-Con? <laughs> yes, I lost my Comic-Con virginity last week. All right, fantastic. Week. You took the, uh, the space that uh, Scott Jones uh, left open for you. That because was very gracious of him. Because uh, you know, I've, one person drops out, another person. I in. didn't drop out. I got asked to never come <laughs> again. Well, I, I was also doing camera work, which I don't think Scott Jones. Oh, has I could ever do done. that. He could do that. For yep. sure. All right. So, what, what did you think? Time. What did you think uh, of Comic-Con? Well, look at him. He's dressed up. He, he wore a yeah, damn people are, tie. People are noticing. Nice it's amazing. Tie, well, somebody amazing. Has, somebody has to look good for this. It's true. Hey. Oh, somebody okay. has to Already. wear the flash Here comes the ego. Yeah, let's just relax on that. Yep, everybody's got a picture. Sean had started out that way too. Can you picture? Draw a picture of him trying to be in the limelight. Too? Yeah, can you? Okay, so uh, Don't the how was it? Did you uh, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, we were there to work, so it wasn't the same as if we were just there to, you know, have fun. We did. I did have a lot of fun, though. Right. Obviously, we were very... just there to shop. Yes, we were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't just get those toys that we'll talk you about. You were the minute. only one that did any shopping. Oh. I uh, yeah. I had a lot of. I had a high expectation going in, mm -hmm. okay. so it. It wasn't better than I thought it would be because yeah. I thought it would be really cool and it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. It was as big as everybody says it is. Yeah. Um, it's as it has the stuff there is as cool as everybody says it is. It is, and uh, yeah, it, it was great. I loved it. it yeah. It's kind of uh, a buffet of all of the nerdy stuff that you could ever want. Yeah. All brought together for you, and every personality from every spectrum, is every there. movie star, TV star comic star except for marvel yeah but marvel this year yeah and that was that was definitely noticeable but it really is like an all-you-can-eat buffet mm -hmm. costume contests uh you know every kind of panel that you could even imagine is there all the people that that cover Seriously, every this stuff. kind of panel yeah every kind of panel yeah it was i mean it was cool the ones that we did get to attend mm -hmm. um we didn't get to see too many because these are things that you know, you need to plan like a big chunk out of your day to mm -hmm. get to these panels, and right. we go and we talk to different people making cool things that we want to feature on AP Daily. So, um, you know, I, I miss out on a lot of those things, but I know that you got to see a few awesome ones, and uh, you also got to buy some really cool things. I did. I don't know if you want to have a mini toy break at the moment. Okay, sure. Because you and Blake are both here, and you both got very cool things. Well, that we I know noticed you want to this. Show off. Yeah, because Blake yeah. shot the uh, the toy segment. Yes, the best of toys part one is already on EPN.TV. Part two will be up on Monday. On and Monday. I do have to say that Vic, you are amazing. Like you're really good at what you do, and I know people don't say this a lot to you, or maybe they do, but not enough. But like I watched that toy segment, and you just put this amazing segment together out of nowhere. Like you just went on the floor and you just killed it. And you and Blake destroyed. And I, I'm really, I was really impressed. I, we shoved cameras in people's faces who yeah. didn't know we were gonna interview them. Yeah. Just announced, hey, hey, here's a camera, do something. Yeah. Well, you gotta and they always do. You gotta get some stuff together. Yeah, they do. Uh, you you know, actually, sorry, you said something profound to me while we were there. You said it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Sometimes, ah. yeah. That's been a bit of a credo for, for our production company, for sure. I mean, Just we- yeah, we've never had a huge network budget to, to yeah. kind of do everything, and that also has meant that there's been a lot less layers of interference. Yes. We've had a lot of freedom and autonomy, and also we've had to gain trust, and one of the ways that we gain trust is we know what we're talking about. Right. So, yeah. Uh, you know, Toy segment rocked. Oh, thank you. No, yeah. I had a blast with that, and there's more yeah. coming, and, and uh, I, I love these things. I don't just play that I love them. I don't just, you know, somebody no, no, hands me a script. No, no, he doesn't play Victor Lucas on TV. He really is Victor Lucas. Yeah, like, so. He really does love all these things. And I, fantastic. I, you know, I also feel that the, the toy business is as underserved in broadcast and in, in, oh, in, definitely. in TV type content For as sure. games used to be when I started EP. Yeah. And I feel, you know, I, we've always gone to Toy Fair and we've done lots of toy hits along the way, but yeah. I feel like a lot more can be done because ultimately these are going to be the things that we collect. I mean, and look, because all, all of our these stuff's going to be so digital. So what, right? what really Vic cool. is holding up right now, I don't know if you can see them here, on camera. I'll, I'll try to, I'm, yeah, okay. if you wanna. I don't want, I'm not going to break these, okay, guys? All right. You can dress Well, here, well, why don't I do it? Because I can see the thing and then. You can see? Yeah. Okay. 
So these are made by uh, Bandai. They have a, um, a separate division, and they licensed Star Wars, and they made samurai figures <laughs> of the Star Wars figures. So they made a Star Wars Darth Vader and a Star Wars Stormtrooper. And uh, so we, we were scouring. Yeah, we were scouring the floor. We were looking at all kinds of stuff, shooting lots of cool things. Square Enix had tons of cool things. and. Uh, the, the standards, the, the NECAs and the MESCOs and everything, but these stood out. And, uh, uh, you know, even Blake, who's not a toy fanatic like I am. Okay, this is my first time seeing it up close. I did not realize that Darth was shouting something. Is he? Yeah. What's he shouting? I don't know, but look at his mouth. He's like... Oh, yeah. Right? I think that's samurai masks are like that. Yeah. They oh. have a. So cool. They're sort of, they look cool. like they're frowning See, and screaming. I'm always, like, I do make fun of you a lot for the toys for sure, mm -hmm. but these things are incredibly detailed. Do I think they're cool? Yes, absolutely. I just need to find a reason to put them on my shelf. Yeah. And right now I, I don't have them. I feel like I have a lot of toys on my shelf, but they're really cutesy. Yeah. Well, um, here, here's the thing that's happened with toys is. Just like with games, mm -hmm. they kind of exploded in genres and in creativity yes. so that eventually it wasn't just the teenage boy market that was into video games. It became right. interesting to a huge wide demographic. Yes. With toys, I believe that at this point there is a toy <laughs> that everybody would dig. Even yeah. Jones, there's been times where... Leonard Cohen action figure. <laughs> Leonard Cohen action figure. What? No, remember those those alien uh, reaction figures that I got you? That yeah, were, they were cool. That were meant to look like 1970s action figures? Um, they're, I mean, they're, at this point, yeah. there's so much choice I mean, and there's who, so many different ways. Who doesn't want a samurai Darth Vader? Well, That's, those are the two coolest things in the world in yeah. toy form. Like, yeah. it's, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, there are plenty of people that don't want those things. But the people that do want them, for yeah. sure. They're beautiful. They're a stunning collectible, absolutely. I agree with you with the whole adult toy thing, though. I Because I got to talk to Todd McFarlane. Yeah. He's a little bit crazy. <laughs> just, just a little bit. He's a, he's a little bit of a crazy person. I enjoy his crazy, though. That yeah. It made for a very entertaining interview, I can tell you that. But the fact that he has devoted his life to these toys, mm -hmm. now he's making these toy sets that you can build, but they just live on your shelf, like they don't ever move, because he's doing a Game of Thrones now. Yeah. So they're doing a whole like Game of Thrones setup, and he's just rolling this out. I'm like, dude, look, you can't just make this for people that love this stuff. What about the baseball fans out there? I know you're a huge baseball fan. Like, you know, you want to give it to other adults that also love toys, but yeah. aren't just in this space. Yeah. And he, of course, uh, responded because you know, he has to think of the money. Yeah. And it's very hard to market things like that because people are fans of only certain teams. Yes. So when it comes to sports, it's difficult to make money off something like this. Oh, so he shifted away from the athlete things? Yeah, he shifted away. He oh. still has a little bit of it, but yeah. he doesn't do, he doesn't make the same kind of money right. in sports as he does with this genre. There were some amazing uh, Michael Jordan figures mm. that I absolutely, and it was so cool to see them in the middle of Comic-Con because they weren't, you know, it was just. That's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't, it was just this, these awesome, uh, Enterbrain makes her something or enter, some, some kind of cool company, but yeah. I, I had my eye on those two. Those were um, that's just weird because well, Fan Expo Canada has like this, a sports aspect to it now, right. which is very strange. Right. They're trying to mix those two things. It's very strange to have those worlds collide because sometimes it works, and then sometimes you you question why that's even happening at all because they're just too. They're geeks too. They're they're geeks too sports for sure geeks. for sure, but sports like it's just a different different area yeah completely so it's just weird to see well I uh, I also got to uh, moderate a couple of panels speaking oh, of yeah. toys and one of them was with uh, Nathan Sawaya who has crafted a an art career for himself as building Lego toys, yeah. uh, sculptures and then he tours around the world and he's had lots of things in art galleries all over the world yeah. and the panel that I moderated was about uh, his partnership with DC Comics mm -hmm. he's doing a hundred Lego sculptures based on things like the Action Comics number one uh, recreated in kind of a 3D 2D thing where they they built the comic image and then they yeah. have a 3D uh, really thing cool. of a sculpt of Superman wrecking the car but like the coolest thing that he made like he made a lot of cool stuff but yeah. that Wonder Woman that um, abstract Wonder Woman the that he made. One, yeah. the oh man, yeah. that was so cool. Like I want it in my place. Like, that's something that I would love to own. But I'm sure it's a million dollars. And and for those watching, we'll have an interview about his new art yes. line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did. soon on EP. Yeah, I did interview. Yeah, him and also. the other cool thing that happened in that th in that uh, panel though was Jim Lee was there. He's the creative uh, director of uh, DC Comics, Who an incredible is artist, the nicest man Super in the cool world. Super cool guy. Yeah, and he did. Uh, a Batman or a Batmobile in real time because he uh, the, 
Nathan and his team have got 99 of the 100 sculpts figured out, but they were going to do a full-size Batmobile yeah. based on the drawing that Jim was doing in the room in yeah. real time using these large-scale type post-it notes to... Yes. Uh, to kind of do uh, modular design along the way, taking feedback from the audience and from the panelists. That was so cool. Also, I have to uh, tip my hat to you again, Lucas, because that would be a very difficult panel to moderate because there's so many things happening at one time. Like, you're not just asking questions to people on the panel. You're also having to watch what Jim was doing. You have to see. There's also a video that was being played. Yeah, I was it doing was the, the keynote the, There was, like, a keynote like, thing, yeah. and then you take questions from the audience. Like, it was a lot to manage. It was awesome. It, I felt honored. It was, you know, a little nerve-wracking, but it was it was really fun, and those guys are fantastic. And, and plus, uh, like, DC has a lot of, like, there are a lot of people working there, and there's a lot of publicists, and a lot yep. of people, like, there to watch and make sure, like, things are happening the way they want it to happen. So, like, they're trying to manage you, and you're trying to manage that. Like, it's a lot happening. DC owned the Comic-Con this they year. They for sure did. They crushed yeah. it. They had so many cool stories. They had their comic stories. I love the Batman versus Superman trailer. I, you know, it's not perfect. I'm not, mm. like, completely... Uh, like over the moon, like this is going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. But I yeah. really love the the new direction. I like the shots that we've seen of Affleck. I like all of that stuff, and I think that lifted uh, the spirits of the whole company mm. up in a big way. I don't want to get excited about it. There were tons of fantastic toys based around all of that stuff everywhere. Uh, don't buy the toys unless the movie's good. That's a good point. And then they had uh, other cool panels, and one of them was the. Um, Justice League one that, that I also was able and fortunate oh, enough to moderate where, where they also showed Lucas. the film itself and they, yeah they had the premiere of the movie and, and it was good thank god which I is actually a good movie so it, it damn is worried good. that I'm I wasn't going to like it and then I would sure. have to go up yeah, into ju the fact. Justice League Gods and Monsters <laughs> yes it so. comes out at the end of this month and we have a review that yep. will be airing around the time it comes out and it's a new animated movie. And, and interviews, interviews from the, uh, the yeah. carpet. Interviews. Those air next week. Yeah, interviews next week, review on uh, July 28th. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, very exciting stuff. I loved doing that panel, that whole press room. That was really cool. I wasn't expecting to do it. Then Victor Lucas was like, here, here's the microphone. Go. We go. Okay, great. Okay, a little behind the scenes <laughs> on this because <laughs> I, I was meeting some of the people that were in the panel for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and they were playing some of the actor, some of the roles like Wonder Woman and and. Uh, I met Pony Boy. Uh, yeah. See, Thomas Howell plays. Uh, what's his name in the in well, the thing? Well, he, he plays one of the doctors, yeah. like a scientist. I forget the guy's name. Speaking I'm of that, uh, that movie, Doctor Magnuson. That, oh, Magnus. Yes, Will Magnus. Magnus. Yeah. Uh, Magnuson is a Half-Life character. Right. Uh, hopefully, he'll be in Half-Life Three when it exists. That's right, yeah. But and back then, to Batman. And, and uh, Paget Brewster and all these people that I, I didn't really know. Yeah. And not to mention Bruce Tim, who was the centerpiece of the thing. It was his idea. And I was nervous, so I wanted to just listen to what they had to say so that I could pull some of that sure, information. Sure. So Great. I said, Marissa, so you, I got, you go I got, up and ask. I mean, I, you were fantastic. You were terrific you. out there. Thank and you. I, I, I hung great. out with them after the panel, and they were talking about you. Oh, that's Saying so that you did a great job, oh. and you were super cool. And you and you didn't know any of these characters or the, no, what I the didn't. movie was about, because no. we did all of the interviews before seeing we, everything. Yeah, we couldn't see it, so we just didn't know. But it was cool. I mean, they're all super awesome like they're just yeah. really nice people they love what they do and I've been loving these DC animated movies and we'll have a review soon of Batman versus Robin right which is another DC animated movie that I just like I'm so enamored by the team that puts this together yeah but also the passion they have behind it that they truly believe in these characters and these stories and even the comics uh, the people that write the comics that relate to these stories as well they're all just so invested and so involved and I'm I'm just intrigued by their mindset because they are constantly living yeah. in this world. Yeah, and it, it does feel like um, DC, because they're they're a little bit more of a fractious company. That's mm -hmm. even it's one vertical, and, and it's Warner Brothers that owns everything, and they make all the movies, and they don't ever divvy up the rights like Marvel had with with X Men and some of the other, and Spider Man and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but it has Warner Brothers has felt a little less kind of connected and together. But it mm. feels like they've been paying close attention to what Marvel's been doing, mm. and now they're really trying to, uh, you know, bring their teams closer together, work in better alignment. Even though their TV universe and their movie universes are two separate things, yeah. but what they are doing first and foremost is really celebrating their creators and letting them come up with all kinds of wacky new ways to appreciate this stuff, okay. as long as it's true to uh, you know 
sort of the ideals of the mythologies and stuff. And sure. the Arkham games represent that for sure. And I think the the, the weirdness of Justice League Gods and, Here, and Gods of Monsters, Monsters kind of... That was so weird. It was, but it, it was terrific, and it was yeah, great it was. that it was so strange. Guys, I love all this, but can we maybe steer towards video games for a little bit? Yeah, but I, before we leave Comic-Con for one second... We're not I leaving do, it completely. I'm no, but I want to find out from Blake what his favorite moment was of um, Comic-Con, because we talk about ours in the show. Yeah. Well, getting my Samurai Darth Vader, that's now... I have one, too, just so everyone knows. We bought... Vic got two of them. Blake, yeah, one I of thought you were going to say doing press rooms with me. Whatever, bro. Well, I did enjoy that. I, I did okay. really enjoy getting frozen yogurt with you and oh, and Jay nice. Acevedo from yeah. Ubisoft Montreal, and also eating burritos with Elias Texas. That was fun. That yeah. Was or what was that? Yeah. A wrap or that a burrito? That was a California burrito. This is kind of the same thing, There's I guess. French fries inside, guys. So you, French fries inside. But of actually, my you enjoyed eating. Then sounds like yes. You enjoyed taking a break, not yes. shooting. And I do. Ask eating. my mother; she will tell you I do very much enjoy eating. <laughs> but um, actually, my <laughs> favorite moment—not to you know just repeat what we've just been talking about—I actually really liked the the press line for Justice League: Gods and Monsters because yeah. I grew up watching the Batman animated series with Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of the people who worked on that are making these DC animated movies, yes. like Bruce Timm, Andrea Romano. Yeah. I forget the writer. Alan Burnett. Alan Burnett. Yeah. These people, you know, I was I played it cool when I was meeting them, but yeah. you know, these people oh, had a big part cool. in shaping my childhood, and that yes. was very cool to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's an honor to get asked to go and cover that stuff and to be in a room where lots of people can't get into because they just don't have the space for it. And they, yeah, they, and, they were really great. And then they rolled up the red carpet. And then they yeah. did the same thing for us with all the comic book stuff too. And, and every day DC did a, uh, a press gathering and they fed us and, and they told us new things that they're working on. And, and But uh, things that they're so happy about. Yeah. They're just so proud to talk about. And so that's, that's what comes through. One thing I should say, when I got the burrito with our last effects, Ho Jose was there too. He's, he's yes, in the Jose chat. He's there. like, hey, I was there too. He was. <laughs> okay. Oh, and also Rin Rin 7 wants to know how much those cost. I think they were 100 bucks yeah. a piece. Yeah, they were 100 bucks each. Jesus, how much do you guys make? Best 100 bucks I've ever that's seen. And they're coming up, they're coming out with a Boba Fett one, I Are think, in really? a couple oh months. God. Yeah, I checked their website. Wow. Do you guys want a moment alone? So yeah, do you guys rad. need a second? Are so you going to be rad. okay? <laughs> so, uh, okay, games. guys, I want to talk about the sketches. Okay. 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 Sketch I'll, I'll sketches. give you guys yeah, enough okay. Comic Con. Okay. Sketch break. Okay. Bye, Blake. Bye, Blake. Blake smell great. Thank, thank you for having well, me. Thank great. you Blake. Blake. Blake smelled great. Frozen yogurt. I didn't want to oh, chase you out, Blake. Out. I just wanted a little sketch break. Here's the thing, though. We had to get the frozen yogurt because the Starbucks lines were ridiculous. All right. Yes. They were hours so long. You here's one that's more lifelike. <laughs> that's me there, and then the, those are you, you two down there. So you're kind of King Kong size? Well, yeah. You, you guys are very... You're, I mean, it's you're just... Donkey Kong. It's the natural perspective of the show. Yeah. And then... <laughs> This one down here. This is slightly exaggerated. Well, this Just is a tiny bit. That's me celebrating because. Oh, it looks like you're looking for attention. Why yeah. wouldn't I celebrate? Because I'm so much huger than you guys. Right. And then. That's you pushing us away. Yeah, that's me trying to catch you oh, with my hands. Did you turn into a little cat? No. I, are you even looking at these uh, goddamn well, look, things? It looks like you're uh, kind of cat-like right there. No, I think I'm you just, just imagined yourself as a cat. Some of my porno was falling out here. <laughs> no, see, that's not they a cat. They do kind of look like cats. No, they're not cats. It's Dude, he's I, just hunched over. He's I, hunched over. I think that's his cat look. Okay. Okay, what else? And then got? finally, I did some Whoa. more real, realistic oh, ones. Wow. That's Marissa oh, and Vic, and Spiky there's Blake. Hair on me. Can I just leave that for a second? Because just uh, leave it alone. Spell my name. I know. I didn't. I don't know how to spell your name. What are, how do you spell it with an E? Yeah, these are the ones. Can That's I, you guys okay, at the table. What is this? Wow. What is this? And why did you draw my boots wow. like that? Wow, we are attractive. When? <laughs> why am I Monrissa? Monrissa. Did I spell that wrong? And uh, are you are you lifting us all up? Is that no? Well, this is just. This is rot. I get my whole thing down here. You know what? Oh. You can do your own little animation. Is that series. you? Yeah, that's you. He's it's lifting. Me. He's holding us up. That's kind of like the reek version of you. Is that what's happening? That's the reek. Yes. Yeah. Rot. I'm a little disturbed by the fact you decided to drop you. That is that is like the beginning of uh, the monster version of Electric Playground. I love it. Why? 
Can you do it's it? It's good, yeah. What did, what did I do? Did no, that was great. Could somebody say something nice? It's we are saying something nice. Jesus, you only want to talk about these toys. That's it. God damn it. <laughs> okay, what did no, you want to talk about? He wanted, he wanted to ask about video games. Uh, well, I just yeah. wondered what kind of video game presence there was, if any, at uh, well, GDC. Oh, there did was you... Assassin's Creed. At Comic-Con, you mean? Not GDC. At Comic-Con. Well, yeah, at Comic-Con. That's he what I mean. He always wants to talk about GDC. That's the problem. No. Um, <laughs> I had a stroke. I don't think so. <laughs> So we, yeah, there was Assassin's Creed. I don't want to talk about Assassin's you Creed. Jesus Christ! Games. Is there something better? That. No, hold on. She did. No, the, this was cool. No. She she did the the obstacle course. Listen, she I don't the care about Assassin's Creed. Course. I dropped from twenty five feet. The one for yeah, she showed everyone the video. We got it. I was That's scared. Fantastic. Moving right along. One one thing we should point out. Um, Good for you. I'm glad you dropped. Be, before Marissa feet. gets going, the Assassin's Creed experience that they had at Comic Con, this big obstacle course that you'll talk about, it wasn't actually at Comic Con. It was across the street from Comic-Con, and I think it was open to the public. Which is fraught with its own dangers. Yes, that, that was something that surprised me about Comic-Con, is that it act, it's not just in the convention center, it sort of spills out yeah. into all of yeah. downtown and San I'm, Diego. I've honestly been going to Comic-Con so long, I've seen the city kind of adapt to it. Just is this your last a, one? No, I want to go back, it's really fun, but I really want to take my daughter. I really want her to go and experience it. So you're out it. next year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to make her a tiny little EP microphone. It'll oh be about God, this big. She would walk around. She would get into all the pressure. Yes, no. Really uh, but I've noticed the city just like put up all these fancy hotels, and the airport's pretty awesome. And it's not it's, for Comic Con. It really is. Like, it feels like Comic Con has made San Diego. It was a beautiful city before, and it will always be. But Comic Con has really changed that town. I yeah. really like video games, but yeah. I don't really want to talk about Assassin's Creed. I'm glad you jumped 25 well, feet. But what else was Halo there? was there? Yeah, uh, Disney Infinity, Infinity had a the pop Assassin's up thing. the Assassin's Creed experience. Marissa falling off the giant tower, uh, which was very graceful. Are you not well, listening yeah. to what I it just will said? Be, I'm just letting everyone know it will be in Monday's episode of EP Blake if is, you want to watch. Blake it. is joking behind the scenes about that. When I got came down after I was shaking, I was so scared. Oh, you're Blake's talking like, about you know, it. Like was like you know that wasn't very graceful. I'm like thanks. Like he's like you're supposed to fall like an assassin. Do you know how hard that is to like fall so gracefully from the sky? I was freaking out. My arms were flailing. It was a problem. You did the Octodad. Version. I did the Octodad version. The footage they shot. We're doing exactly what J. Acevedo wanted you to do. We're talking about Assassin's Creed. The, the footage. Oh, it's, the footage. We have to make him happy all the time. The footage I shot of Marissa jumping off the tower. They had to cut it. We're still talking really about quick it. because I because you can hear me laughing in the background. <laughs> Like, I'm oh, holding the camera shooting it, and I started laughing, so they had to cut it before... <laughs> I wish I was there! Before you could hear me laughing. Right. That's, That's five minutes on Assassin's I did, Creed. I put a, a link up to my Snapchat of the oh, fall, did. though. Okay, okay, something you did else. something awesome, though. You, did, you went to the Walking Dead um, Okay, this game, is more interesting. Yes. yes. Uh, voice read yes, so from the, the game with many of the actors from the game, from all, the Telltale game. All of the main actors from the game yep. were there um, reenacting... All of the Walking Dead, like the first Walking Dead. Seriously, any geeky thing you can imagine might be there is there. It was there, and it was at Petco Park, which of course is like my two loves were colliding. I was at a baseball park watching this beautiful, and the sun was setting, and they showed some clips of the game, which is you know has some heart wrenching moments. And, and these Elias Tefexis was there. And Elias Tefexis was there Same. narrating. In between bites of his burrito. Yes, he was eating his California burrito and then narrating. It was very cool, and the actors were just so thankful to be there as well because they don't get to do this. Like, they don't get to you know showcase their skills on stage yep. if they're you know behind in a booth with a microphone, especially with the Telltale game. They're just using their voice, so the fact that they were out there on stage. You know, showing us what they could do and showing us the emotion behind the scenes. It was, it was, it, especially at the end. Well, we all know what if you play the game. I don't want to spoil it, but at the end of the first uh, season of The Walking Dead, it's very heart wrenching, and they they were crying on stage. It was really interesting. And wow. I just um, and then after that, Jose and I, who's in the chat right now, we did uh, this obstacle course. That we were part of this thing where we were running away from zombies. Um, it was Fear the Walking Dead. Was that Octodad so version it, of that It too? was an Octodad version of that, yeah. So Jose basically forced me to do it. I didn't want to do it, I was really scared. Um, but yeah, they had zombies chasing after us. It was a whole thing where Did they had actors. This? No, no, uh, no, no. I was tired. Okay. He, Blake, Blake peaced out. It was he very late. Uh, but that would have been, yeah, it was a lot, it was really frightening. I know oh, they weren't really going to bite us, and then I saw a girl eat it. Like she fully oh, no. ate it, like she got she trampled. Herself? She got trampled. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Uh, she's fine though. She's okay. Lego Dimensions had a big presence there. I didn't yes. make it up to that though. Neither did I. Jose was there. Jose will tell you about it in the chat. Yeah. Uh, he met Doctor Who. 
Yes. Right? Very cool. Uh, uh, and what else was there? Skylanders. Oh, you know what? We all were at the panel for um, uh, Lego, Lego Marvel's Marvel. Avengers, yeah. which looks fantastic. And Stan Lee showed up. Yeah. Stanley just popped up. He's yeah. like, hey guys. And the game looks just great. Just want to let you know that I'm a playable character. I'm not going to just have a cameo. You can play as me. Okay, bye. Arthur Parsons kind of threw down a gauntlet there talking about games not being fun enough. And that mm. that's what, it, you know, it, it sounds like obviously they have things to celebrate at TT because those things sell like crazy. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest selling franchises in, in game history. For sure. But now I think they're kind of feeling it, you know, like yeah. they don't need to apologize or they don't need to kind of say it's kid stuff only mm -hmm. a lot of people are playing these things yeah and I, I i don't know if you guys played the marvel superheroes game which came out with uh, the launch of the ps4 and xbox one i mm -hmm. freaking love that thing and uh I, I think that they're gonna knock it out of the park with this new one too we're talking about video games so yeah. look i am but all of these interested. games what was stink what game? i have no interest there in any of these games there was a i have Call no of Duty. interest i have no interest you got an exclusive thing. skylanders toy at comic con oh yeah. my god they had uh well square enix had deus ex there um there's panels on all i feel like things. all these games i saw at e3 and i certainly yeah, well, there's no more there's like an echo of e3 right, and we, Honestly, we don't spend a ton of time with our cameras and teams going off and getting a bunch of game interviews because literally three weeks before, we were all at E3 talking to the same sure. people. Sure, I'm not stuff. telling you you should have. I'm just yeah. wondering what was there, if anything was different. Well, it doesn't sound like there was. I got a Chewbacca and a, um, and a Korra figure for Disney Infinity. Um, Thank uh, you, Disney. 505 had Payday 2 there. Yeah, crime They were showing that off. Yeah. yeah, giving away masks to people. and. Uh, just, you know, little things, things that we already know about for I sure. I feel like Q4 is, this is going to be an interesting Q4. I feel like there's lots of interesting things coming down the pipe. Is it pipe or pike? I don't know. Yeah. But it's well, coming explain down. Explain what is Q4? That's the fourth the quarter of this year. And Most it's people don't know. the late season. Well, they can look it up on the internet. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. There's a lot of interesting games coming out this year. Yeah. And I'm excited about those games. Yes. And I hope that some of them are good. Well, <laughs> Metal Gear had a presence, mostly yes. in toy form, though. I don't think it was it playable anywhere. Did you see? Uh, it? No, it wasn't. Just yeah. toys. But that was cool to see. Is is how much even if, because games are kind of, it felt for a couple of years that games were going to take over. Like I felt like games in. Uh, and I they still know. might. I mean, but five years from now. Well, they took a back seat, right? Because like, well, sure. there's been a lot of shifting, but. Five years ago, or seven years ago, yeah. it looked like, oh my God, they're going to be all over this con and they're going to take over. Yes. But then in the last couple of years, they've kind of just shifted over to one side of, of the convention. But I think that has we more to, to talk do. around versus head. Um, just, I know, it's very big. <laughs> it is um, big. Um, Are you there? That's no moon. <laughs> Mode, Man, Mode Man 101 once got to know there was a great panel on the game Toy so Soldiers War Chest featuring action figures like He-Man and G.I. Joe. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And perplexingly, like Assassin's Creed. Sure. Yeah. I, we played one, and I think we gave it a pretty good score. Yeah. There uh, you go. Let's take some questions, maybe, because we only have ten minutes left. What do you think, Vic? Oh shoot. Sounds great. Oh, um, shoot. Something. I mean, I saved this for the end because it's going to bring everybody down. We should probably talk oh, about Iwata Satoru Iwata yeah. passing away. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people in the chat have been asking about it. Yeah. And, and uh, what, it, what? I mean, honestly, what? I don't know what to say. I don't know. It's a sad thing. I'm sorry it happened, but the, I feel like there's nothing more to say. I have nothing to add to we, the conversation. Vic and I had a discussion about it on EP Daily just the other day. Actually, that was the episode that just we aired. Had, we found out about it literally as we were getting on the plane coming yeah. home from Comic Con. Like, yeah. li like, as we were walking on the plane, someone mentioned it to us. Yes. Yeah, so How did you guys get through that plane ride? Oh. <laughs> you know, sad. Like, honest um, to God, Jesus we, Christ. No, it was just, I didn't even, I didn't, uh, it just came as a shock, but I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about it at all until I got home. And then I started realizing, and then going through, I'm like, you know what, I want to just really know how many games this man made in his life. And I yeah. went to just go count all of the games he was the EP for, and holy crap. Holy crap, this yeah. man has done so much in such a short amount of time, and I just, I have just so much respect for him, and I feel like he could have, it's just sad when you know that they could have contributed so much more. They've done so much, but they could have added so much more as well, so. Well, I think the the uh, the main thing that it, it something like that happening does is it makes you realize that the medium that we've been able to play in, games, uh, has been a very youthful one for a very long time. Yes. But um, 
these things and Ryan Davis passing away uh, not too long ago and, and uh, Scott you getting very sick and possibly yeah. something heavy happening looking there. into the abyss and now we want us on and uh, it's it's a shock and it uh, it's a reminder of our mortality it's our reminder uh, that um, it, it's a group of human beings in this community and that we're all fallible and uh, fragile and um, also valuable, you know, mm. and that the time that we spend in the gaming scene and in gaming culture matters to a lot of people. And I yeah. think that resonance from what is passing away is the thing that we should recognize, you know, like the, this is not just throwaway pursuit, uh, this, this interest in games, you know, this is a culturally significant entertainment and he has been a leader in one of the most culturally significant entertainment companies for a very long time. Yes. And he, um, he was, the thing that I love about Awadasan, and there's a couple things that he said, you know, obviously the, the much quoted stuff, but also the, um, I really like it that he, he stuck it to the mobile space mm. at that GDC in 2006, and he really said that the future is not in disposable cheap games like this and it's stuff that we have since gone on to echo many many times mm -hmm. in, our, in, in this particular podcast mm -hmm. but the other thing that I loved is that even when Nintendo was faced with some real hardships and he was being called to the t to, to task for this mm -hmm. like he was the one that everybody all the shareholders they were yelling at yeah. you know and people were questioning his judgment questioning his leadership defend himself yeah well not just defend himself he had to defend the choice to not abandon his people yeah. because that's what every other public company president does mm. is they go oh well shareholders aren't happy guess what we've got we've got cuts so there's yeah. going to be a whole bunch of layoffs and he went out and said that I'm not going to do that because that's not going to engender creative um, uh, you know trust with the people that are our future yes. and I loved that he said that oh, yeah. and I love that he as a the face of a public company had the, the guts to go out and say that we're sticking to what we're doing, even if it takes longer to pay off. Mm. So you can get off of this ride if you don't believe in Nintendo, or you can you can trust our decisions. And now, he had to backtrack, obviously, to go back and, and appease people with the uh, the mobile stuff. But yeah. I, you know, I've said this many but times. But we don't know how that's going to play out. Well, the way that they've done it is so incredibly intelligent because they own a chunk of the company that's going to make their their games, and that's a proven successful business already. Right. And so that's put Nintendo in a very interesting financial position. All of this under the guidance and stewardship of this guy, and and. Uh, what happens now will be fascinating because yeah. there's rumors that Miyamoto-san will be uh, running the company, but we'll see. But does that is that the Nintendo we want? Is mm. it, do we want Nintendo uh, being run by the most creative person in the company now having to worry about the fiscal stuff, mm. but also wanting to be a risk taker, or do we want somebody else that's that? Uh, I don't know. We have to trust them. Yeah, we have to trust them. I want to. Uh, I think we should. Say our favorite game from Iwata-san. Our favorite game from Iwata-san? Yeah. I actually, I, I don't, I don't know his resume. I, um, I know him as a leader, but I think, well, because he worked at at uh, HAL Laboratory earlier yes. on. Yeah. Uh, okay. He worked on the first Earthbound game. Oh or, yes, right. Yeah, he's responsible for only Earth, Earthbound game, yeah. but not Mother. He's responsible for Earthbound to, to come out. Yeah, for sure. I guess it's Earthbound. Well, I think. I think he was just a programmer on it. But yeah. Like, that was but one still. of the first games he worked on. Okay. Well, um, so I would name that. People need yeah. to know that he was the EP on Super Mario Sunshine, who I, and I still think that game is the greatest Mario game ever made, and I still want a sequel to that one. Um, but I also feel like his games that he, I feel like so many games that he made are completely timeless, and I will just always want to go back to them and always think of them. And he contributed to some Animal Crossings. I should tell you that as well. And the cute link. I, I, I think, cute link. I mean, what he should be applauded for is the Wii, you know? Yeah. Not just him, but that the, the whole philosophy that brought that machine yes. out. Remember how we kind of came full circle on that machine and by the end of it it was like this is an amazing everybody went full circle on guys yeah. I sure. need yeah. to state that I was always on board with the Wii I camped outside and waited for one that well, Christmas we had that heat at the beginning and yes. then we had so much shovelware and we kept making oh, Ben and Jose shovelware. review all of those games 
and we laughed at them. Of and, course. And <laughs> well, I laughed. <laughs> you didn't laugh, Nick. You just kept making it do it, making them do it. Listen, I think Iwata is part of a much larger piece of fabric at Nintendo for sure. Everyone loves the choices Nintendo has made, and but there's a huge team of people yeah. that's part of that it's fabric. Enormous, yes. And he was very, a very strong, very vocal, very articulate man who had made a lot of brave choices for sure. And you know, I'm I'm sad he's gone. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like I had any personal connection with him. I saw him give a, a keynote address at the GDC in 2006. Yeah. Gave copies of Brain Age to everybody. It was yeah. one of the first press that conferences I ever went to. Yeah. And there was just nerds blowing everywhere yeah. when he announced that everyone's getting a copy. And Bill Trinan, who was very early in his career at Nintendo at the time, and would become a much bigger star, and he's a big part of the Nintendo Directs going forward, he was there doing the translation. For, I mean, he's Bill Trinan has been attached to Iwata, he's been attached to Miyamoto in, in a very personal way yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's it's the life cycle of our business, and, and the business is aging. Uh, I, you know, I Iwata wasn't a kid, he was 55. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I feel like sometimes, you know, where's the line for where it's a tragedy? When you're 40? You know, where, where, where is it really, really sad? I mean, 55 is a long life. That's well, a pretty long it's life. Not, it's not it's near not It's a little enough. early, but it's not a shock either. No, I mean, but the thing is, is that we want to see these guys retire. We want to see everybody retire. Yeah, we want to not see, everybody's going to get them, to retire. You know, end up being uh, able to kind of just sit back and enjoy the fruits of the hard work that they've been putting. Like it's kind together. of amazing that Miyamoto Miyamoto that he's still alive at all. Like it's incredible that he has made so many fantastic games and he's yeah. been such a, a, an original voice for Nintendo for so long. Yeah. Like that's incredible. I, I, I don't know how he's not 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's also been hard not to uh, think of our friends at Nintendo and yeah. to like see Bill Twin Bill Trinan's tweets and and uh, the messages and you know like people had really really close personal relationships with this guy and tons and tons of respect and I think that's also bubbled up you know and I I would have to think that even though he was uh, always really adept at poking fun. At the, uh, you know, at himself and at the, uh, the sort of public persona of, you know, running a company like that with all of his Nintendo directs and things. Yeah. Uh, he would probably pretty, be pretty embarrassed, I think, with all of this attention that we. Oh we're yeah, for him. sure he would be embarrassed. I, I don't think that he probably thought of himself as this big heroic champion, uh, but sometimes it's worth that meditation, and, and it's time. To, it's good yeah. to. It's, it's good to reflect on it. True though, for all right. of us, though. Yeah. For for you, for sh for both of you as well, like. We've had such great careers just being part of this business, yeah. and I feel like he just feels that way too. Like, yeah. or he he did feel that way. This is this is just what we do, and it's just what we love. It's a shock, though, man, because we're still a very young and vital business that's still figuring itself out, and we don't we're have, not very young anymore. But we don't have this, uh, you know, like when you got sick. That's yeah. the first time I have ever encountered a colleague getting that ill, and I had no reference. You I know, had no when I get the college ability. bulletin. You look at the back and there's a part where it says the people who've died. People who I went to school with are dying now. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is just when it yeah. kind of turns. It, but it hasn't happened in the game space all well, that often. And nobody is, as big and as prominent. This is a very, you know, very prolific, very high-powered uh, person. What? That just seems Gone. crazy to me. Instantly. What? That you have people in your every in your time you get the new newsletter, somebody has more doing, people have died. Are they dying of drug overdoses? There's well, lots no of people way at this point in, age. Yes, a lot of people my age yeah. die. That's I almost really died last scary. year. That's really scary. Yeah, that's really scary. That's you got any it. questions that will end this on a it's high so note? So morbid, Sorry. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do we make it weird at the end? I don't see any questions, <laughs> but we're getting kind of close to the end. So why don't we wrap up by saying what we're playing this weekend? Okay, I love playing? video games. What are we playing this weekend? What are you playing, Mister? I'm playing video games. No, I haven't played any Bloodborne lately. I keep it's trying hard to, to play in this heat, right? We're it's just bullshit. It's the wrong season. I, I got to go back to the the shadows. I got to go back into the darkness and the cold. It's yeah. been a little bit cooler here in BC the last couple, last week or so, but it's going to get warm this weekend. I'm trying to finish 
Uh, Batman. I'm trying yeah. to do. I'm yeah. trying to finish Batman. I started a Batman. I'll be honest. You're not going to like me saying this. I did not like it very much. And in fact, I lost track of what I was doing, and so I started it again last night. Uh, I don't know really. Like I feel like sometimes these are kind of like the Madden games. Like they want to add more stuff to make it more yeah. lifelike for superheroes, and it, it just becomes too complicated for people at well, some point. And I feel like be. that's what's happened we, we will with Batman that a little. Again when you're finished. I, I, well, right. I, okay, and, and also. I just start driving the, the, the fucking Batmobile, and then it's just like six new upgrades are available to you. I'm like, I, I haven't love even. That happens. I love I it. haven't even done anything yet. It's like a helicopter parent saying, "You're a champion, no, even no, though no, you no. haven't done anything." Bruce Wayne has a buddy, Lucius Fox, who is updating the I Batmobile. I don't need it updated. I haven't had he it needs fail. The things updated. That's the no, fiction. No, I don't need fiction it Fiction of yet. the game it's needs to happen. They're no. bullshit anyway, upgrades. So what I'm actually also restarting Batman because oh, I had yeah. a situation with my PS4 recently. <laughs> uh, gave it to Victor Lucas to fix because I could not fix it on my I own. I brought it back to life. You brought it back to life, but everything is gone. Yeah, you have to start <laughs> so all over again. I've started all over again yeah. with everything. And uh, so, but you and I are going to be doing the DLC. Batgirl, that's what I'm going to be playing yeah, this weekend. So Batgirl, Don't worry, there'll yes. be plenty of upgrades Woo. for your Batmobile. I can't wait. You're I'm a actually, champion. I'm going to be playing Batman Arkham Knight as well because I got a copy at Comic-Con. Yeah, and yeah. what better game to play after yeah. a Free stuff. and Ant-Man. Where's our Ant-Man video game? Video game industry. Doesn't exist. Good okay, question. Fine. Nope. We're okay with that. about it. There's Thanks a Lego for watching, one. everybody. Lego one on the Lego one. Yes. Hey, see everybody Bye. next week. Stitcher! Stitcher. <laughs> Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Gameloft, makers of Dragon Mania Legends, which you can play for free right now.